Hello. Welcome to the Edges Mysticologist. I'm Tracy Kwame Krauss, and I have my mother here, Dagny Kwame Walters. And tonight we're going to talk about detaching um, self from fear-based events and maintain compassion and love for others. How is it done? And gain wisdom in unexpected ways. Hello. It's nice to be with you tonight. Um, <clears throat> probably to start out this, uh, Tracy, why don't you um, go ahead and and talk about uh, some of the questions that come up with us. Well, when we think about fear, there are so many different aspects that we can take from the idea and the concept of fear. Um, we're so used to being afraid, and it's a learned behavior from the time that we're a child. Um, you know, like touching the stove and your parents tell you, don't touch the stove, you might get burned, or just don't touch the stove. And then you're like, okay, you know, don't understand why, but then you become afraid of the stove. Eventually, you learn, have to learn how to cook, but you still have that ingrained in your mind. There's something wrong with the stove, and there's some kind of fear that you learned from not touching the stove. So did your parents tell you because you could burn yourself and it could really hurt, it's hot, um, you know, or nothing at all, or slamming your finger in the oven or whatever it is, you know. So think about all the different situations where you have learned something as a child um, that, that has brought fear into your life at that time, and then you just kind of go on through life um, Mom, can you think of any other examples that you want to point out about fear? Um, <clears throat> well, we've learned we learn um, to once we begin to socialize, we learn that we're afraid to uh, wear something different than somebody else, or we want to fit in. We're afraid to the of what people will think of us, and this hangs on throughout our lifetime if we if we allow that. Um, the one thing is that uh, it's not just a feeling that is uh, a cautionary one, but a feeling that encompasses everything we do. So you're afraid of, you see something on TV, well then you start worrying about that and you're afraid of that. So worry is the way that fear manifest itself. If you begin to worry about this and you begin to worry about, oh, you got a new neighbor and they seem a little odd, well, then you start worrying about that. And then you have uh, the things that you've heard on the radio or seen on the news or on the, on the computer and you worry about that. Well, I wonder if that could happen in our neighborhood or I wonder if that could happen to me. And, and you can escalate this to the point of some people becoming absolutely frozen in life. In other words, they can't function because they are worried about everything. So fear is the basis. It's a very negative, negative basis that we learn early on. Um, and it is actually expresses itself through our ego. And the ego is very comfortable with that because it learns to, uh, well, you don't want to do that. Somebody might, somebody might think that uh, that you're odd, or that you, um, you know, you're wearing these old 
old shoes. You know, why would you want to do that? That kind of thing. Uh, so ego comes in through that, where ego originally was something that was there for survival. But through the evolution of mankind, it has learned to become more of a uh, a petty nuisance in a sense that um, bugs you because you are being a little different or you are um, going to wear a color that isn't in or something like that. So fear is really what a lot of people live their life on. If you're not successful, what are people going to say? If you can't earn enough money, what are people going to say about that? If you can't earn enough money, how are you going to how are you going to pay your bills? How are you going to how are you going to live? How are you going to what are you going to pay your rent with? Or your home? Worry, worry, worry. And yet, our society is set up to continually encourage you to keep yourself in that situation where you worry and feel you're entrapped in what you um, worry about. And it's all based on fear. And it keeps you separate from others and keeps you insecure. So that's my observation on on fear. I I think that, you know, a lot of like what's going on today with the politics and stuff is that it's ingraining a lot of fear. Fear of losing your health insurance coverage or not getting it at all. Fear of premiums going up for health coverage. Um, fear of the weather tomorrow, a tornado warning could be possible tomorrow. I mean, there's there's so many things that are in the media that makes you afraid, but yet you still want to continue to look because you're curious what's the next thing going to be. And then you create more fear and it feeds more fear off of that fear. It's just a chain reaction to all the fear. You become addicted to it. Yeah. Um, it gives this drama in your life. And you and you don't even realize it, but you are addicted to it. You cannot not sit down and watch the news. Mm-hmm. You can't do that because you have to know. You have to know. Really? That's something that people need to look at when dealing with that feeling of fear. It just it's just feeding, it keeps feeding itself and you cannot not pay attention to what's gonna happen next. It's that drama that also is drama and they count and and those who manipulate others count on that. Mm-hmm. I just wanna mention that. Well then I, I think that, you know, then we get into kind of the energy that the fear puts out there. Um when you feel afraid, it's like you feel this this odd adrenaline feeling that comes through you when something like maybe a dog is coming right at you and all of a sudden you just, you know, you feel it. You feel the fear coming in and it just takes over your whole body. And that dog can feel that fear. And uh, the dog could react one way or the other, uh, feeling that fear and so now you're you're getting into the energy that 
it puts out when you have that fear, when you have your emotions tied to the fear of how you feel about that dog coming at you. Either you're afraid of the dog or you're going to step up to the plate and not allow the dog to to um, to harm you. You know, if you just put your foot down, no, you know, and that's your initial reaction, that's what you want to do. But if you allow that fear to control you because you're afraid that the dog is going to come after and bite you, that creates a whole energy outside of you that the dog is sensing, hey, I'm going to bite this person because they're full of fear and they're scaring, you're scaring the dog in a way too. But now it's, it's fear attracting fear energy. So um, people end up with panic attacks or anxiety. They get pressure um, from outside sources or family or whatever. Like mom said, the worry and the fear tying in together. Um, Paranoia, um, all kinds of things start to come in because you're afraid. Worrying is another big one. Um, And this this is not a healthy way for you to be living. And it attracts different kinds of relationships with with your coworkers, where you live, with family, with friends, spouses. It's hard to maintain a relationship with anybody when you're so full of fear. I'm afraid of. I fear that. Blah, blah, blah. And it, it just really brings it all right back to you um, of what's going on. And you wear out yourself and your energy when you are so afraid of everything. And, you know, a lot of people don't um, know how to deal with that and how to connect the emotions and the fear and the energy. And it just it adds up. And before you know it, you're just you're taking prescription pills for all this stuff. Um, I remember years ago, the doctor said, because I was having anxiety attacks, I was going through a relationship breakup, and the doctor said, well, it's all in your head. And I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do with that? You know, I mean, there was nothing that he was going to do, you know. Um, so I said, so then you're okay. talking about fear of the unknown, because yeah. you don't know what tomorrow brings. You don't know what the next hour brings. And fear of the unknown, what's going to happen if, and this is a part of what's going on with our government too. Is what is it, what's going to happen if? Is fear of the unknown, and that's a big, big issue. Yeah, and then uh, we can we can take a little sidetrack off and and talk a little bit about the fear that comes in that is unknown as far as being unseen. Um, the energies, the negative energies that are attracted to that are lower energies that are not good for you, but they love it. It's food for them, and they love it. And they will attach to you and stay with you because you're so afraid of everything. They're going to feed off your fears. They're going to find more fears to feed off of, so they're going to dig in deep into your thoughts, and they're going to start getting you thinking, you know, I'm afraid to leave my house. I'm afraid to leave my room. Um, I'm afraid to talk to this person, even though this person I know can help me, but they're trying to drive you to say, no, don't allow that person to help you. Um, You know, there's so many things that could be filtered in from fear itself. 
And uh, who was that? The only thing we have to fear is fear itself, is a famous phrase. And that was, uh, gosh, I want to say Martin Luther King Jr. that said that. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So, and he's right. Yeah. He is absolutely right. The only thing you have to fear is fear itself. Because it just stems out, it branches out, like, unbelievable how much can be brought in just on fear. So, now that we've gone through some ideas as far as what fear can be created, um, and and placing that into your personal situation as far as what you think of, of your fears. If you take a piece of paper and if you write down just the fears, top ten fears that come to your head, and when the show is over, I want you to think about those top ten fears and say, well, what, why am I afraid of these things? What made me afraid? When did I become afraid of these things? You know, I used to have a fear of octopus. Well, that was because mom had me watch 10,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Even though it was black and white, it terrified the crap out of me of that big octopus coming and grabbing that boat and, or the submarine. I was just terrified. Was your grandfather told you he had, he had one under the pen. Yeah. yeah, he told me that too. He used to love teasing me about octopus all the time once he found out that that was my fear. He thought it was funny. I didn't think it was funny. I go off screaming, just terrified. But anyway, so I'm over my octopus thing. I still think that they're gross, but hey, you know, I'm not afraid of them. If I had to touch one to get it off of me, I would somehow. But, you know, uh, fear of spiders. I had a fear of spiders. I don't know why, but I had a fear of spiders. Um, I'm over that for the most part, really. No, I, I'm over that. Anyway, I, ta- I take them outside or I kill them, one of the two. But anyway, so... In order to overcome these things, you have to be able to come to the realization that somehow there is a way to remove these these fears. So to get to the bottom of that, you have to figure out where it came from, what you're afraid of, why you're afraid of it, and what is the end result of that predicament. I mean, why am I afraid of a spider? You know, what is the end result of a spider, of being afraid of a spider? Because they can bite you. Well, okay. So if they bite me, then what happens? You know, I end up with an itchy spot for a week, a couple of days or something, you know. But just kill it or put it outside. Get rid of it. Um, remember that time on the boat when you thought that oh, when yeah. I ran off the top, the front of the boat, you thought I was doing that for a spider. I mean, yeah. really? The boat motor blew up. That's what blew up. <laughs> I'm running off the front end of the boat, and they're like, oh, it must have been a spider. You know, that's how terrified I was of spiders. So to, for me to pick up a spider and put it outside or to go kill it, I'm over my fear of spiders. So what are some things that you're afraid of that you can think of? Write them down and kind of think of the end result, what your emotions are that are tied to that. Um and I have a video on the website, thesourceandspirit.com, on the video page, for you to learn to be able to detach from your fears because it is an emotion. It is a reaction. And you can get to the bottom of this and you can get rid of it. Whether it's a spider, an octopus, um, 
snake or if you're afraid of, of other things, touching the stove, you're afraid to go outside, you're afraid to be in crowds. Crowds is a big thing for a lot of people because of all the energies that are there. But there's also a lot of good information on that video that talks about energy and protection and and um, how you're feeling things. And um, there's a lot of good information. It's about an hour and 15-minute video, and it's, it's well worth it to be able to get rid of your fears. You know, I've been working on years of getting rid of emotions that I have picked up from the time I was a kid to, you know, when I can remember of things, of past relationships, and um, it's been years in the making, and once you start to realize these emotions and stuff, you can continue this process and go on and on and on and on and on, but now on that video, it gives you the tools on how to be able to clear all those emotions and all those fears to be able to get rid of them and be done with it. Don't think about it anymore. Um, unless another scenario, like I had this uh, one person I was working with, she was terrified of um, storms. And it happened when it was when she was a child that a storm came and they were on the lake in an aluminum boat and they were terrified and the waves were getting really big and they had to make it back to shore. Well, she was terrified, absolutely terrified. And then the after effect of the storm even was worse for her. Um so she got rid of the fear of storms because she would end up in panic attacks, anxiety attacks, everything. I mean, she was so paranoid. I mean, everything applied to the storms for her. But she got rid of the emotions of the storm. And then she says, okay, there's a storm coming. And she didn't have any of the panic attacks anymore or anything or the anxiety. But now she's like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen afterwards? And she had the emotion of fear of the aftermath of what a storm could leave behind. So I said, well, I said, now you've got to get rid of that fear that you have. I mean, just because one fear is created, you know, doesn't mean that you can just remove it. There's other things that have branched out from that fear. Just think of it as a, a seed has been planted and it becomes um, a tree. And it just ends up growing and spreading out throughout, causing more and more fear of everything else. One fear leads to the other. Now, when you talk about um, energy, negative energy beings that come in from the fear of fear, um, I suggest that you call Archangel Michael and um, have him remove the negative energy that's around you. Um, because of the fear. And sometimes if you're an empath person, you can feel different vibrations. You can sense it, the air changes. You feel different if it's attacking your thoughts. You know, they come into your thoughts. Uh, they try to make you think bad things. They try to make you do bad things. They try to say bad things, and you're just like, oh, my gosh, it's, it's a psychic attack. And that's because it's trying to feed off of your fears. Mom, do you have anything you want to add to this? Um, well, when I'm thinking about fear, uh, you really... Oh, I'm trying to get the words that I, I had in my mind, and then I kind of got sidetracked, so I apologize for that. Um, 
you know, it's a, it is a learned behavior, but it's something that just multiplies in your mind. And um, the, the thing with living without fear is what you have to realize is, is the, that if you are looking at something and you think, well, why am I afraid, as you say, and then you decipher what it is and then you say, well, there's no need for that, no need for me to feel that way, and then you become a freer person from that fear, away from that fear. So if you can do that with your fears, you free up yourself. And it's really nice to be finding that your inner self is coming alive and you're really realizing who you are and not you're not defined by your fears. Let's talk about some fears on, about insecurities. You were talking about, you know, when you go out and you dress different from what everybody mm-hmm. else is. I don't think so much that that's an issue today as it was back in the day. I know that everybody wants to be normal. Now, I, this is what I've found in the people that I've, I've talked to is everybody talks about how their childhood affected them. And how they um, they just you know this or that, and 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 they're growing up and going through school. They just wanted to be normal. And what I found is everybody wants to be normal, but what's normal? There's no normal doesn't really exist. There's no guidelines to say if you're normal you do this. For some people, they think. They project what they think is normal. They'll look at somebody else and think, well, they're normal. But that person is showing their own, is showing their external face to the world and looking like they've got a normal life, but at home they may not have such a normal life. So um, people always wanting to have that acceptance, to be accepted and to be liked and to be feel that they fit in. So that feeds into your fears of being afraid you're not going to fit in. You, you're you too different. You're, um, you haven't had a normal life. So that you don't think you haven't had a normal life. So then you're afraid that you're different. And, and it just all is revolves around that fear all the time. It goes right back to that. Um, fear of being accepted, fear of being popular, or you know, um, being picked in gym class, you know, or not picked, yeah, or the last picked, yeah, fear of being the last picked, or your friends don't like your present, you're afraid that they're not going to like it, or they're not going to use it, or fear of spending money, money is a big thing, mm-hmm. fear of war, you know. There's so many fears that are put out there. I think if you were to separate yourself for like a week from everything, unplug the TV, electronics, the phone, everything, I think you would be able to come up with a list <laughs> about 40 feet long of individual things that people are afraid of. Well, and that's true. And I, I have heard someone, someone suggested that 
um, you withdraw from the TV and don't watch the news on TV, and just in you you do it on computer, and that way you just skim through and look at what you choose to look at, and not in, engulf yourself in the whole drama. The TV goes on and on and on about, and you can hear about the same issue for three, four, five days, and uh, dramatized. You know, someone's shot, someone's this, someone's that. Well, I, you know, I think, I think what's, you know, for me, I don't think that the media, nobody's pointing the fingers at the media and saying you're, you should be held responsible because. What they do is say fake news because it's one person's opinion and then they chop it and then it's that person's opinion and then they chop it down and it's that person's opinion. So, you know, what that person's opinion might totally be something away from what the story was in the first place, you know, and that's creating fear because they need ratings. They need to stay on top. You know, they want to be liked. So... You know, like we said earlier on. They're also manipulated to um, escalate some things over other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, you know, when we said earlier on is that, you know, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I interrupted. The fear of, of just the media you know, they say one thing and, and it's totally the other thing of what the parties that they're talking about had in mind. You know, okay, well, we'll give, okay, politics is like always on the brain of everybody. And it's, you got CNN, you got Fox, and you got MSNBC, like in between. You know, but they're kind of more in the lesser back end. They, they don't hold up any end, really. But, you know, so you've got two really big opposing sides here of what they're saying. And if you listen to one and then you turn around and you listen to the other, they have totally different things and outlooks of everything. But what I think is that because of the technology that we have today, you should be looking at what's coming right from the video of what that person said to eliminate the fake news so that you can decide for yourself. But there was, um, gosh, that was 1992, four, 1994, Rodney King verdict. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing about that is that the media didn't put in the first few moments of that video. And right. it caused an outrage. Unbelievable. The L.A. riots, everything. And if they would have included the first couple minutes or the first 10 minutes, of that media, things would have been different. But the fear that went out there that the police are brutalizing people or persons just created so much fear, but it gave people the right to riot, the right to loot, and everything else they thought. And then it created fear in the neighborhood. It created fear for the people that were the business owners. It created fear in the media people that were trying to report on it. It put more fear into the police department. You know, innocent people walking by. Think of those few moments of how much fear that created. So how do you get rid of that? That video that I was telling you about on our website will teach you how to be able to get rid of the emotions of the fear. But it's, it's still your choice on whether or not you choose to watch the TV. 
to watch the news, to participate in that. But if you notice that if you stay off of it for a week, you notice how different you feel from not watching or listening to the news by reading headlines even on Facebook or anything like that, any of the social medias, if you just withdraw from it, notice how your energy goes up, how you feel better about yourself, how you're not attaching to that fear of what they're trying to create out there. Um, or if you, you know, maybe choose to read books. We have great books on our website that help to raise your vibration. So this way you can learn to um, be more in tune to the positive ways of life and what life has to offer you on a positive note of what somebody else has written or already experienced in history. So there's so much out there. Technology keeps you so busy and so caught up in the fear of everything that you just got to know. It's the addiction of fear. That's what I was trying to get at, being addicted to fear. Well, it's fear and drama. Mm-hmm. People are really caught up in drama. They, they can't even, they're so busy. Uh, that's the one thing the iPhone has um, assisted us with is they're so busy taking up a, a picture of what's happening, that looking through their iPhone, they disassociate from what's in front of their iPhone. People have been injured because they're looking through their iPhone and they are disassociated from what's happening in front of them, and they get run over, they get hurt, or whatever. But the iPhone um, brings all this, you know, it's sensational, it's sensationalizing everything um, that uh, use, I don't know how to explain it. They, they're recording what's happening right now. Well, those things weren't available a long time ago. So it is really a, a good thing in some ways, and in some ways it's not. In some ways it's bringing all the more violence to you um, more than you ever knew about. Is that good? I don't know. You know, we accept the fact that violence is here and it, it occurs. It also feeds the fear. Mm-hmm. So, but also it becomes an addiction. It be, you know, it, it becomes an addiction. You're, walk, you're walking around with your iPhone and you're addicted to action and to something. Well, look what's happening to that person. And more so than even doing something about it or, or calling for help, you're busy recording what's happening because it's, wow, look at that. Well, another thing on that, too, is like video games and stuff. You know, you feel like, you know, mm-hmm. they have these games on the on the phones and stuff. And it's like as soon as your five lives are up, you're like, oh, i got to go spend my five lives. And, no, i got to go feed my fish or i got to, you know, i got to do this, i got to do that. So it's actually creating like an addiction of the fear in there too as well. Um, the other thing that I wanted to say is the health elements that fear can cause, disease, unknown pains, aches, um, some of that could be energy-based from negative energies coming in that are feeding off your fear. Headaches is a big one. They like to suck it right off the top of your head, yeah. right where your energy comes in and goes. 
um, cancer. Yeah. A lot of cancers are caused by Causes fear. Inflammation. Inflammation, okay. And weight that, gain. Yeah. Stress. Yep. So there are just so many things that fear really can make a contribution to. So no thank you. Um, so let's let's talk about if anybody has any questions or they want to call in. Um, the phone number is 714-364-4750. We can give you a free brief reading too. Um, let's, let's talk about when we eliminate the fear of the emotions that we have, how much better we feel to finally have that sense of relief knowing that I got rid of my emotions of being afraid of spiders and octopuses, not that I encounter them every day, but just as an idea, you know, how much better I feel with the energy levels going up, um, how much it's progressed in my life, that kind of thing. Um, you you get a sense of that you've got more more control over how you feel. Um, you're able to follow your gut feeling on things, your intuition. You can make better decisions. Your mind is quieter when you start to, you know, start to remove those fears that are like your top ten fears. Um, you can start to focus on other things, better relationships. Um, feel good about yourself and stop judging yourself. You know, you're kind of harsh on yourself when you look in the mirror and say, oh, this and that. It's you know, who's to say as far as, you know, creator who created you thinks you're perfect. So there's no judgment there. Um, when mom was talking about being feared by other people judging. But when you start to rid yourself of these emotions, how much... You can feel good about accepting and receiving the love that is available there for you to receive. When you have all these emotions of fears and stuff, you're blocking that love from coming in. You could say, I'm sending you love and might. Well, that doesn't mean anything to me, you know, because you you have the fears attached to it. You have your emotions attached to it, and I don't want to accept that because there are emotions attached to it. If you remove your emotions from it and you really feel the love inside of you because now the emotions are replaced with love, you can actually say, I'm truly sending you with my heart's intent from the love that I feel inside, love, light, peace, blessings, unity, protection, you know, um, healing, joy, happiness, whatever you feel because you're actually feeling that from the love that is coming inside because you're no longer afraid. You no longer have these emotions of fear and you're no longer attracting fear. You're no longer watching fear or listening to fear. Um, you're, you're free of what other people think of or about you are your own self. You are true to yourself if you are living without fear. Mm-hmm. You're true to yourself and, and who you really are. And um, this is, I think, really important that you are comfortable. It's like being comfortable in your own skin. 
I, I guess that's the best way I can say it. You're comfortable in your own skin. You're comfortable about who you are. You don't need a verification from somebody else about who you are and what they that they think you're you're good or you're great or you're you're um you know you're doing the right thing. No, no, you're comfortable with yourself. Know that you are um, on the that you're doing what you are are here to do or something like that. I guess what I'm trying to say. Your purpose. Your purpose. Um, you can hear the messages coming in from your, your guides or your angels or archangels or whoever's coming to you. They want to send you positive messages, but when you surround yourself in that fear, you can't hear it. So when you're living without fear, then you can also um, be uh, care about others. You can also give out, um, you know, I'm not saying you walk up to people and say, I love you, but you can do that in a sense of how you treat other people. You can smile at them. <clears throat> you can um, treat them with kindness. You can re- treat them, give them uh, respect, uh, uh, you know, whether it's in the grocery store or wherever. So you can more easily work from what I call working from the heart than from the mind of where your fear is based. Matter of fact, they have shown that the heart is the first that reacts to any external stimuli uh, that you, they, you perceive. The heart checks it first, sends messages to the brain, the brain then sends messages to you, and you get that uh, intuitive instinct or, or you get that feeling. So your heart perceives that first. So if you are living more by your heart, then you are following. Uh, of, then, you're, then you are living without fear. Now, that was, that was just proven, what, a year or two ago? They always thought it was the brain that was sending out the right. signals. Yeah. Right, that's the heart. Mm-hmm. The heart is the center of all. So, you know, living by the heart, and the heart um, is one, when you think of the heart, and you think of heart as being love and compassion. Can only be can only be achieved when you are living without fear to that fullness. So you have to learn to step back, remove yourself from those emotions, and then you can actually see the true picture and what is true around you and what is truth and know yourself as such also. So that's, I think, a good, that's, that's kind of the main basis for living without fear. And I, you know, I think that, you know, when you were saying it goes from your heart to your, to your thoughts, your mind, back down to your heart, when you're, you're thinking of positive things instead of thinking of, oh, I wonder what so-and-so's up to or I wonder what's going to happen next and blah, 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 you know, you're, you're stuck in that worried format and you really want to be in the present moment to be able to say, oh, look at that person. Oh, they just, 
to me, I just get such a good feeling about them, and, and they make me happy, so I'm going to accept that positive energy, and I'm going to give it back to them because they make me happy. And that's what your thoughts are thinking, and your heart is following through with that. And your heart chakra is is um, right in the middle of your chest here, between your breast here, and, and it flutters or it pulses, or you can feel it thump, 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 thump. You can feel it. And it's a good feeling to know that that that's occurring because then that tells you the truth. It cannot lie to you. Your heart chakra cannot lie to you. So, you know, you can learn to be able to tune in to that chakra particularly and go off of that. You know, you could say, is that person over there that I was looking at, is that a good person? You know, and go with your heart and say, okay, heart chakra, tell me, you know, what is the you know, person about, are they good, are they bad, that kind of thing. Um, is this a good situation for me? And it also helps you to connect with spirit to yourself and to the universe, to your guides, to the archangels. Um, your guardian angel wants you to have love in your life. And without that love, it's hard to survive. It's mm-hmm. really hard to survive. And fear overcomes that. But you know what? The biggest power and the strongest power you'll ever have is love. We all grow up looking for love. And you can't, it's within us. You can't find it in somebody else. Your happiness in in that is not going to be through somebody else. It's within you. So that's part of learning to understand the basis of that and the basis of your heart chakra. The other thing I wanted to mention was when you step back and look at the purpose of your fear, you have to evaluate is your you're feeling this fear change the way you see or hear things. Is it hear what's going on? Does it change that? Is it something that benefits you or others? Is it really something that is important? Or is it a signal for danger? Is it is it a danger for you? Those things. Most of your fears are based not on danger. And your ego, a long time ago, was meant to for a survival mechanism to alert you to danger. As I said, through the years, thousands of years, it has learned to become more about almost drama little drama voice going, oh, you better not do that. Oh, you better not do that. And um, our way we grow up also will increase that. Um, I grew up in a very religious home, and there were a lot of don'ts and do's. And so you you were were faced all the time with, well, I better not do that, or I better not do this. So I can't do that. That's very controlling. So... You have to look at your look at that. Um, I think another thing too is revenge. When you think about it, that doesn't work very good. No, it doesn't work very good. <laughs> I'll do it. But I'm just saying that you know your fear because you feel like you're it's part of that paranoia paranoia yeah paranoia yeah you know you you have a plan of defense and usually it ends up being a revenge thing or something, but. Okay, um, so like I said, there's some really good books. 
We also have some publications on our website, thesourceandspirit.com. There's some really, really, well, they're all channeled text um, that are out there for the publication. And they're really good reads, so go ahead and read them all. Um, and we're going to talk about our new, our new podcast that's coming up. This is the last podcast that we're going to have. I want you to find us on Blog Talk Radio. Spirit Connection is going to be the name of it. Tag us, the mysticologist, angelologist. We're going to be on the show, Mom and I. Uh, we're looking at probably doing about two hours. We're going to do live readings. We got Nancy Byrne, well-known psychic, coming on. Um, I think it was August 2nd. We're still going to have it at 7, 7 p.m. Central. But we're going to change our format. We're going to be moving into a different direction completely because as people tune in to the energies of the awakening and the positive energies that are coming, but also the negative energies are here too, we are going to move it into a different direction. So what we're going to talk about is awake to spirit, all that is energy that surrounds you. We are all tuned into energy, good and or bad. We feel or sense vibrations and changes in the air. We feel the emotions of love and pain. We hear the voices providing messages of guidance. We see the energies through the light spectrum. We receive visions and dreams or awakened state. We have empathy towards all of life. Our spirit knows and our body is engaging and desiring to connect and bond together. Our highest potential waits for our togetherness to connect as one. Our guides are engaging through spirit, through intuition. This is the awakening of spirit, the connection to purpose and understanding the freedom of life in the physical and spirit self. The desire to increase vibration comes through connection to others such as yourself. We share information as guided by spirit to know truth, build belief, and evolve with wisdom. Whether connected since childhood or newly attuned, Information presented is current of the messages to be heard, spreading love, peace, joy, faith, healing, and light to all, and unity. Uh, so join us for free, free brief readings during the podcast on this as well. Readings are going to be based on the purpose of what the, mind, what the body, mind, and spirit needs to heal. Relationships and money do not relate to healing. They create blocks in healing. So choices, again, are free will. So you create your environment environment by choice. So the other thing I want to talk about real briefly is, um, so we're excited actually to be doing this podcast because it's going to take us on a new avenue of what we have coming into the forefront of what's coming in for the future of the waves of the energy of the cat. (laughs) (laughs) Sticking her paws on the door, let me in, let me in. Yeah, don't scratch the door, kitty. Okay. Um, and then uh, if you know anybody who is in uh, need of website, um, go to www.designmysite17.com. I have a link on that for at uh, thesourceandspirit.com as well. Um, so check it out. Uh, I do website design and um, at really reasonable rates. So there's lots of options out there. That website was built for people, for website creation by the people. Anyway, so this has been an interesting, interesting, what, you want me to do a card reading? Vatron says pull one card for um, everybody for tonight. Okay. 
Well, in case you don't know, Mom is connected with Archangel Metatron. She is the angelologist. I can't even talk. I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, explain it for a few minutes, and I'm going to get a card. Um, yes, um, Archangel Metatron. Um, I, I first started out with Archangel Michael, and um, then I was hearing this, that I needed to I needed to write, and uh, pretty soon I was working with Archangel Metatron, and I'm con- we're connected 24/7, so um, I'm literally guided through my day with Archangel Metatron. And um, he has, my every day is different, I have to say, and there's always a surprise. uh, And and I I get, we do a lot of reading and writing, and I get a lot of information. I can I get my answers to my questions, um, and it's amazing. So. He's a, he is a um, he is my guide for and brings me wisdom and blessings throughout my day. So I hear his voice very very softly. So it's a little hard to hear, but there's a lot of commotion going on, and uh, then it'll then I'll have to sit and write because. Uh, the message cannot come through. And a lot of times it just depends upon the situation, the electronics, all of that. And 3 o'clock in the morning, I can hear him very well. <laughs> There's not a lot of electronics on That's at right. 3 in the morning. That's right. Not a lot of interference. So we have, really, we have good discussions 3, 3.30 in the morning. Of course, I have not a piece of paper in front of me, but <clears throat> we have good discussions. So. And, I, you know, I, I just want to say to that uh, people who are awakening. We do have previous podcasts that talk about the awakening period. More and more people are going to be elevated on that. And that's the card that I drew was the Ace of Raphael, uh, positive new emotional experience. So we just went through um, receiving another wave of energy that came through. There is going to be another wave of energy I'm getting in a week, maybe about a week in a day. From today, um, is that right, Metatron? Yeah. Getting that. Okay. So this this energy that's going to be coming in is transformation. This is a big one um, because this is what I've seen is a lot of orange color, bright orange, neon orange, yellow, goldish color in there. But it's 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 a time for the emotions to start healing. Um, to start recognizing that we need to clear up these emotions. Um, and this will help a lot of people transform and step up into their purpose and understanding the guidance of what they're going to be getting from their guides. Um, they might start hearing that voice that mom was just saying. They might be seeing things that are coming through. Um, the elementals have kind of, well, they're still working pretty hard, but they've been visiting me again lately, so which is um, letting me know that they're around. The waters are calm right now, so that's a good sign that the waters are calm. Um, I see it's a, it's a, it is a water sign. The dolphins are here, so they're in uh, uh, 
uh, twofold. So this is going to be a really awesome experience for people who are willing to release their emotions through, like I said, through the video that will help them to free them of their emotions. Raphael wants you to call him, Archangel Raphael wants you to call him to help heal when you're releasing those emotions. He says that he is in an abundance mode right now to be able to help you with the new energies that are coming in. This is also going to be a time of communication. Like I said, we're starting on a new venture with our podcast. There's going to be new people coming in with new communications. I already see a couple of people on Facebook bringing in beautiful messages that are just word for word, Spirit is talking to them, and they are so excited to be connected. This is huge. This is huge. So this is what is coming in on the forefront um, and the spiritual aspect. But again, removing your emotions is going to clear those blocks up for all of you when you learn how to do it the way that we teach you in the video. Very simple, very easy to do. And Metatron has a message that um, he wants to share with you. He says, I want you to say that it is the year of truth and all is being revealed. This can bring more fear, but you must be aware that you are here because you have asked to be to help this transformation of mankind and the earth. This is why you are here. So release your fear and find your inner self, the true self, the eternal self, and go forward. And that is his message. Okay. And I'd like like to add to that because I want to say that you're not here doing this alone, that there are a lot of us here working with you, for you. We're here to help you. We're here to guide you. We're here to teach you. We're here as a student to learn from you. So this is how we get going on our information is they say, well, okay, I'm sensing this. So we get started on doing something to be able to help that with other people that are going through these experiences. So we try to get a jump start on what I'm picking up or what mom is picking up on or what Metatron is picking up on to be able to be here because we're learning from you um, and we're trying to put it into a video or trying to put it into paperwork, however it is that we're going to put it out there through the podcast. Um, we want to be able to be here for you to help you through this. So this is going to be a big year. We've got a lot coming in. The summer is this is just the beginning. Yeah. This is just the beginning. And, um, and if you like our podcast, um, check us out for our new podcast. Again, Spirit Connection, tag the mysticologist and the angelologist, and you'll be able to find us on the podcast. Um, we want to thank the Edge Magazine for supporting us during our time and our transition of, of advertising with them, allowing us to have the podcast. The Angels Messages of Light is also, um, we're done with that one as well. So like I said, we're going to be doing this. Uh, Spirit Connection, check back on our website. Sign up for our newsletter on our website so you can be updated as far as what podcast uh, dates we have available and what we're going to be talking about. Um, and yeah. also if we have any news or updates. Um, any suggestions they have, that you, they anything, information they want to hear, how would they get a hold of you for that if they have a suggestion? Oh, they can sign up uh, through the email. 
There's okay. an email on there. Yep, the source yep. of spirit at gmail.com. Um, we also do healings and readings. Um, the readings we do for 35. Healing and spirit reading is 65, where we do an intuitive healing and reading for, again, the, the mind, body, and spirit. Um, so other people, I think they were charging a lot more. So this is what Divine tells us to charge. Um, so uh, we also accept donations if you can't afford to pay for it. So just keep that in mind. Um, we're not attached to the money aspect of things. Um, so we look forward to hearing from you. Sign up for our newsletter. Um, stay informed with us. Uh, we'll be launching this uh, pretty soon here. And again, August 2nd for sure, Nancy Byrne will be on there. She'll be talking about her new book. Um, she's got a lot of energy, very exciting. Um, so we're going to do some advertising with that. She has some good stories about how how spirit works in yeah. her life. Yeah, and how she's had to follow them blindly. Yeah. <laughs> really, really put through the test on that one. So she's very brave. Um, she's this... Uh, Associated with the uh, Psychic Association, American Psychic Association. Yeah, yeah. So, and you have to be ninety percent accurate to uh, be a member. Yeah. So, yep. Just good. Yes. So we're very excited about her. So wonderful lady, very nice and very exciting. Uh, high energy. Yes. High energy. Yeah. But anyway, so we are here for you. Just don't forget that we are here for you in times when they get tough. We are here for you. So learn from our experiences, and we pass them on to you and our teachings. So anyway, well, we're signing off. Again, thank you for listening, and um, follow us on our website. Uh, Facebook, Divine Faye, F-E-Y, two words there. Um, And I think that's it. I think we're going to sign off once and for all with this podcast. Yeah. Yep. Thanks again, Edge Magazine, and thank you all to the listeners for listening. And blessings and gratitude. Good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.